0: podcast. I want to welcome you to week three of our series, Persons of Interest. I hope it's been blessing you. Uh, in the first week, we talked to Michael Ty. Last week, we talked to El Dewan, an up-and-coming Christian rapper out there. And this week, we're bringing a very special guest, a um, good friend of mine that I met recently um, at Oral Roberts University. And I know you're going to be blessed, Bob. So I want to take the moment and introduce you all to Jaleel Anthony.
1: Well, thank you, Nick, for having me on your podcast today um it's an honor my name is jillay anthony for those who are listening and tuning in i am from chicago illinois the windy city the best city in the world the 773708 uh i can go all day but uh just it's a proud i'm proud to be from chicago um i am 19 years old a business owner future about to be a published author um a i do a lot uh, I, I try to do as much as possible as uh, some merchandise I uh, brand investment man, to work with a lot of big name and top industry secular and christian artists and guests and speakers and i've just had the pleasure as a young black man to just get on the world i'm a cur- current college student currently at um or Roberts University, but I'm currently um, transferring and applying to the uh, U of I, which is the University of Illinois, Urbania and Champaign. And so pray for me that I get in. If you're listening right now, pray that I get in. It's my hope and my dream that I get into the school only just because I feel like it'll get, be a good opportunity for me to get back closer to home um, and do what's best for me, um, closer back home and in a city where I feel like my talent be more explored and so um that's pretty much about me um yeah
0: again just want to welcome you to the show jaleel and if you're listening to this or watching this on youtube you probably notice we're not the usual side-by-side camera that you have seen on the last two episodes uh, we had a bit of technical difficulty so we're having to do this uh interview a little bit different this time but hopefully you'll still get a lot out of it and so Jaleel, we're going to start with the same thing we've asked the last two guests. You know, how are you doing with quarantine? Um, we know a lot of different people have had different different experiences with it. Excuse me, and so we just want to take a minute or give you a minute rather and let you just talk to us a little bit about what what has been going on with you in quarantine. How's it been going? Um, so yeah, just share a little bit of that with us.
1: So this can kind of be a very. This is a. I loved having because I've been asked this a few times. Um, my life has adjusted big time. So, uh, in February of 2020, my, me and some friends decided we wanted to come down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana for spring break. We just wanted to simply come have some fun, uh, go to LSU, go to some parties, just enjoy and just have some good time and, you know, enjoy each other's company. So one of my friends, uh, he had a big mansion and, um, you know, a, a lot of food and, you know, um, all roberts had from what we had been told we were all joking like oh they're not gonna close down they're not gonna shut down or roberts is gonna stay open they're gonna go get todd white they're gonna pray it's gonna be over with benny han's gonna do something and it was just we made a lot of jokes referencing that all roberts was not gonna close down um and then i remember it was i think it was the second no the third day on the trip or fourth we were at the mall i think it was the third day we were at the mall mall of louisiana and I think we just had decided to sit down and eat or right before we decided to eat. And that's when we got the news. We got the news that um, old Roberts was actually, no, we were leaving a store. We just had got the news that all Roberts was closing down and that um, they needed us to come get our stuff. And we had to be gone by a certain time. But mind you, everybody on this trip, majority of the guys were from down here. Some of the guys were from Canada, all over the world. So getting back there had just changed. And it was it was radical at the moment. So that happened. Well, um, I started not feeling so well and old Roberts kind of put a thing in place. I was like, if you're showing symptoms or if you're, you know, something's not right with you, as you know, um, they're like, you know, from the list that they sent us that if you're not feeling well, well, we want you to kind of stay away. And I wanted to take accountability for myself, um, and just, just be safe to everybody else. So, I was like, well, I don't want to go back home because I don't want my family sick and I don't want to go back to college. Lucky enough, my my grandma, my father, my siblings, who I haven't seen in two years, they lived about an hour out. And so they came and got me. My brother came and got me. And they brought me here. And now I'm in Norwood, Louisiana, where I've been for the last two, three, I don't know. (laughs) Quarantine's got me forgetting dates. And so um, that has just been my life now. But I really, really have loved it. Um, in so many ways because I've got to reconnect with family. I've gotten to see more of my family, been able to just spend quality time. We live in the forest, deep in the woods on land, about five acres of land. So I get to go walk early in the morning in the forest and just listen to my worship music, uh, go fishing back there, ride four wheelers, eat a limited crawfish and seafood. So overall, it's just been an amazing opportunity and time for uh, me just to, enjoy me it's been giving me a time to just hear from god and just my whole life my routine my the way i go about life i always have been a fast-paced person like, oh jaleel bam 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 now i'm here i've literally changed my schedule integrated where i have moments of just hey quality time hey free time hey spend time with god hey you know it's given me that time where now i don't have to feel like bam 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 bam, bam. so um overall it's it's really been a blessing uh, and so the adjustment although it's it, it's made some chaotic things happen at the same time it's still been a blessing i'm currently haven't had a i'll just i'll be honest if you see that ooh, oh lord (laughs) haven't had a haircut in months so uh i'm actually going to chicago this weekend um to get a haircut um i know i'm that's how i'm about barbers man i only have one barber so leaving here Saturday tomorrow and um I'm going to go to Memphis and then leave and spend a night in Memphis and then leave Memphis and go to Chicago and get a haircut then turn around and come right back here um <laughs> yeah I know it sounds ridiculous but that's just me so as far as adjusting it's, it's been pretty good and so um it's, it's given me time to connect with people that I've been connected with get a lot of business stuff down and just a lot so
0: yeah Angela, thank you so much for that, man. And I know um, with a lot of people, I know me included, um, quarantine has been that moment to where not only just really slowing down your routines, as you talked about, but also taking that time and connect with God and, and really grow deeper in that. And really, um, whether it's reigniting that relationship, strengthening that relationship, or even being introduced to that relationship for the first time. And so I want to touch on a little bit more because uh, you, you mentioned earlier, you know, being a young black man, and I know you're. 19 or 20 years old and I wonder or if you could share with everybody just how do you approach um, impacting and inspiring your generation to grow so that that young adult whether it's white black brown it doesn't even matter but just how share with us a little bit on how you work to inspire and help your generation grow.
1: Uh, So I love this question because it's been something that I've been called to do and I've been doing most of my life, trying to inspire and help cultivate and change my generation and help them grow, Um, I honestly say, I want to, I simply just want them to find their identity, find their purpose, find their worth. Um, Because I know that God is on the inside of everybody. And so to me, if you find your true purpose, if you find your true self-worth, if you find out who you are truly, then you'll find him. But I feel like so many people in my generation are so seeking validation from the rest of the world till they never give validation back to themselves. And so when you're out seeking from the world and not the word, it never gives you an opportunity for yourself. And so my biggest thing is how I've been personally doing is using my platforms, using um, my network abilities, using what I can and what I have to do what I've been called to do. So, um, you know, I was supposed to hold a conference this summer. And so since I couldn't do that, I'm working on some things to do a virtual conference and doing things, um, getting young adults part of my company, and growing and just doing a whole lot of things personal by myself um, just so I can. Let my generation see you can be a young black, educated, successful young black Christian man, and be okay with who you are, and you don't need validation from anybody, and nobody can stop you. And don't get me wrong, there will be trials and tribulations that will come in the way, but the thing that's important is that if you keep your eye on your destination, you won't get lost in two. too sunk in into the, the detours and the things that are going on along the way know, i made this i made this um analogy the other day i said i look at life as a gps system and when we start this thing i'm not saying we all start by putting god as our destination but i'm saying once you realize there is a god put god as your destination and i believe that now don't don't get me wrong i believe god is everybody's final destination because you'll be known to go to hell or to heaven but i believe that it's your choice if that's going to be your focus in life so um i believe that you have a choice to put god as your focus as your destination and we know sometimes using a gps system it might be two steps behind two steps ahead you make it wrong right turns But a good thing about a GPS system is that it will redirect you. It will show you detours. It will show you highways and tollways. But guess what? At the end of the day, it'll still get you to the same destination. That's how I look at God. So for my generation, I'm not using the same tricks and ticks that a whole lot of older generations did. I'm using what I feel is necessity for my generation. What's going to cultivate and help my generation is simply by beating them where they are. You know, I can't go up to you and start scri- screaming scripture at you because guess what? You don't even understand it. And so for me, what it looks like is pers- being connecting with them personally and being like, hey, I know how you feel. I was that way or I'm still that way, but I am I found God and God is unraveling and developing me better. So, um, you know, it, it's it's really just been me answering God and following God and doing what God has told me to do.
0: Angelo, thank you so much for that answer, man. And the Two things you really talked about, man, and it's one, you know, just hearing God and being obedient, but I really think the, the one thing is meeting people where they are. I think that is so key um, with this generation and not just this generation of, of, of Christians and people, but I, I think that's, that's this new, um, really transparent way to approach people, whether it's a ministry or just relationships in general and just connecting with them in a way that says, not only, you know, not that it, you know, kind of that old school of you're doing this, I'm not, let me help you not do this, but more so I see where you are, I see what you're struggling with, I see what you're going through in life, but you know what, I'm dealing with that or I have dealt with that. Let me help you grow too. Let me help you, let me just meet you where you are. Um, And I think that's so good. And so that leads me to my next question, more specifically for you, How has God challenged you to grow in your walk?
1: Woo! So, God has challenged me big time. And when I say big time, I mean big time, um, just because I got to a moment where I was that young individual who saw validation from the rest of the world, and I didn't get validation from myself. And so, um, I was trying to preach the gospel and, be this social media class clown, fool guy. And it was just this two life I was living. Wanted to be sinful, but wanted to be holy, wanted to sing praise. Hallelujah. We're going to see a victory. Then wanted to sing. So what we get drunk. So what we smoke, weed. we just having fun. We don't care who see, um, but God sees. And so that that's where God challenged me. God challenged me with integrity. God challenged me with holding myself and finding accountability in my life and getting people that are really truly there for me and who don't wanna see me fail, who wanna see me grow and blossom to be the man that I'm called to be. So, And then also God challenged me with obedience because um, I'll see an opportunity sometimes, but I'll choose that opportunity over obedience. But God taught me, excuse me, God taught me that you're obedience is what allows you to get more opportunities don't steal that <laughs> but um yeah so it, it's really just been a blessing overall it's been um i love it i love this season um and i love what god is doing in my life and i can't any great thing that comes from it is because of the great seed the great almighty god that i serve and uh, all he's doing
0: so yeah Angelil, I think that is so amazing, bro. Like to hear how God is challenging you, how he is pushing you toward that purpose, because you talked about earlier just so many things you have your hand in, so many things that he's allowing you to to step into and and not just guide young people, but also just in your own walk, in your own life. And so that that is just amazing, bro. And so the next question I want to touch into, and because I'm sure there's people listening that are your age, that are even older. Um, And that's one thing I love about this series is that everyone that we've talked to so far has had a talk or something about purpose and calling and how to walk into that. And in the next few weeks, we're going to hear from some more people about that. But I want you to just share a little bit, man, of, you know, for those people that are listening, how do you... um, what advice would you give them when they, you know, they're seeking their calling, or they maybe they just found it out, or they're walking in it and, and kind of have some insecurity and some other things? What advice would you give them uh, that helps them live out their their calling and purpose?
1: So I really, I know I said I love all the questions, but I really love this question because somebody just I put this thing in uh, there's this guy named Kelsey, he put up a post that was like, um, he said, you don't have to compete with others when you're focusing in your own lane, stick to your calling. And, or when you've been, when you're on your own calling, something along those lines, basically sticking to where God has called you to be. And this guy commented, Anthony Under, he said, um, Anthony Clark, he said, well, how do I know what's my calling? And man, I love that question. And I put put it in three things. I said, to me, I felt my calling by one, my purpose, My purpose came from me hearing from God. And then thirdly, I put passion, something I'm passionate about. So I've loved always speaking to people. I've always loved it, but it wasn't in the right way. I was disrespectful. I was leading the wrong crowd. I was doing the wrong things. And God took the very thing that I was passionate about and made that my purpose for him. And so I really believe that's I don't believe that's for everybody, but for most people, I believe the very thing that you're passionate about, like some of us might be passionate about, you know, the way we look, but sometimes we get too stuck in how we look and God can take the way you look to be your passion to turn into his purpose for you to help people to understand that their looks isn't the only thing that they have to stay focused about. Like I just truly believe that God will take something that you actually love and make that your calling. Now I know, like preaching for example, pastors say this ain't something I wanted to do, this is something I was called to do, but I, but I truly believe that somewhere along the line they have to love preaching the gospel. You have to love it. Now, pastor, am pastoring a bunch of flock of people that just all got emotions and feelings. I know that part. I know. You probably didn't sign up for that. But it's about being obedient and doing what you've been called to do. So uh, for me, my advice to anybody that's listening, I would say you can't fail in life. Like I tell people, this, you can't truly fail. And people like they always ask, what are you talking about? You can't fail in life. Take this out. If You have an idea that you want to build the newest car. So what? You take out a loan or you do whatever you got to do. You get some people together. You try. Guess what? If it doesn't go right, did you truly fail? Or is that an opportunity for you to get back up, take that same idea, learn from it, and fix from it? I feel like so many times in life, we've been called to things that we feel purpose for something. But if that thing how we saw it didn't happen exactly, we give up on it. And that's why I believe that we can never truly fail in life if we're walking with Christ and being obedient to what he's called us. We might always not hit it on the nail, but I believe that God will give us another opportunity for us to show like, hey, I'm here. I understand you. Let's get back on the train and let's keep going. So that'll be my advice for you it's never think that you can fail. Believe that you can get knocked down, but believe the God that you serve, will pick you back up.
0: Angelil, you said so much in that question and that answer, bro. But uh, the one thing I would um I really want to touch on that you said is about failing, right? And the the mentality or mindset that you don't fail necessarily, but you can take those learnings from that attempt and build on them and allow God to teach you something to move you into that next step or next phase of that plan or purpose, bro. I've love that answer so much. And I really hope the people that are listening to this take that um, as something that they can hold on to, right? And it's not really that perspective of failure, but it's a perspective of growing and building. And um, I love that mentality because it's so often you see it in like sports and even business where Um, I know I've been watching the last dance, like a lot of people have, and, and just the mentality of how can we build on this? How can we get, this may have been a loss. This may have been not in our plans, but you know what, we're going to take that and we're going to build on that. And we're going to use that momentum to propel us to our next, um, whether that's championships or business plans or starting a conference or writing a book or whatever that is. And I love how you talk also talked about, um, that, you know, the calling and everything, but not just that, but that passion for people or that passion for the thing you want to do and not necessarily, not necessarily looking at it again as I don't want to do this. This is just something I was called to do, but I love how you talked about God connecting people um, with something that they love and that turning into a purpose or calling. So bro, thank you so much. Um I want to give you another opportunity man before we get out of here on this episode to just tell people how they can connect with you. Um you like I said you got a lot going on, a lot of things you're 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 launching and building and and even growing in yourself and so let us know how, you know, let the people out there know how can they reach out to you? How can they connect with you um to be a part of this journey and help you along the way because you never know what these kingdom connections will do, bro. So let us know how we can follow you.
1: Um, just, I, I know my time is wrapping up on here, and I appreciate you, Nick, big time for even letting me on here. Um, a way that you guys can connect with me, follow me, and just stay connected if you want to contact me is first Instagram. I'm big on Instagram. I'm, I'm always interacting with people. You can DM me, I DM me back. It's I am Jaleel Anthony, which is I A M J A L E E L A N T H O N Y. Once again, that's I am Jaleel Anthony. Um, You also can go to my website, which is simply JaleelAnthony.com, so that's J-A-L-E-E-L-A-N-T-H-O-N-Y.com. Facebook, Jaleel Anthony. Um, YouTube, Jaleel TV. Um, And those are some of the platforms I'm on right now. But if you keep contacting me and just stay in the loop, um, I'm always in reach. And you also can email me at jaleel. Uh, julianthonytv.com as well so appreciate you guys have a blessed and amazing day and thank you again nick for allowing me to come this opportunity to just spend time i know uh didn't happen how we purposely and have planned to do but i just appreciate the opportunity to just come on here and share this knowledge and the knowledge you've given me i don't know if people know partially but nick has been just a blessing in my life from the moment i met him and you know i thought he was a employee at transformation I thought he was the employee there because he was always there and, and he always had an earpiece and he worked in the merch department and he was like the manager of the store and I just thought Nicholas and um I had an encounter with Nick and Nick never even know how much he's blessed my life but um I had a jacket um man I probably should have wore the jacket <laughs> but it's okay Nick knows the jacket um but um it was this jacket that I really wanted. It was $100. It was a represent. And I really wanted the jacket so badly. And um, I had the money for it. I had plenty of money at the time. And um, But God had told me, no. God was like, no, be obedient. And I remember I told two friends that were sitting next to me that Sunday. We we're about to get baptized this Sunday. I said, um, God told me no. God told me no. I can't have it. Don't touch that jacket. Um, don't buy it then that I'll be blessed within 48 hours with the jacket. When I tell you, so that was Sunday and Tuesday, which would have been about 48 hours, um, Nick comes up to me. No, Nick texts me and he said, hey bro, I can't meet with you. We we're supposed to meet for something, but he like, I can't meet with you, but can you still come to my office? And I said, sure, and came to his office and um, Nick got to talking and, you know, after basically Nick got done talking, he's like, yeah, hey, I got this jacket for you and for me, I just, like, had a moment where I broke down because I was like, man, like, you just don't. I think I remember telling him, like, two, three times, like, you just don't know. Like, you just don't know. Like, God, it was was just radical. So I appreciate you, Nick, big time, bro. And, um, you know, I'll always be here. And I can't wait till, you know, both of our shows take off where we can just, you know, fly each other out to the world and come sit down. So appreciate you, bro. Keep on. And Vantage Point, tune in on Vantage Point. See you guys.
0: Man, I I don't even know what to say, bro. Um, you know, thank you so much, not just for being on the show, but being someone in my life who, who has helped me too. And, and and I appreciate those words and and we're in this together, man, like you said, and we're going to keep rolling. We're going to keep pushing, man, but um, can't wait to see you again. Whenever you get back to Tulsa, man, once we can connect, this is going to be great. Um, But I just want to thank you again for being on the show. Uh, this episode has been amazing and we're going to come back next week. And it's funny, like these next three episodes, starting with Jaleel, are, are like an ORU addition uh, to Persons of Interest. So you kind of get a series within a series. Um, where we're going to be talking over the next three weeks to college students at different phases of their walk whether it's Jaleel who we talked to today um, just starting its journey we're talking to a recent college graduate now we're going to talk to someone in grad school um, who's also starting a business and getting out there and doing things to build the kingdom and build people up in their purpose and calling so I want to thank you all for listening to Vantage Point this week Uh, again we'll be back next Friday you can connect with us through Instagram Uh, this is Vantage Point Uh, you can also email us this is vantage point at gmail.com and then don't forget our YouTube channel at point podcast peace out we love you guys we'll see you next week